So, an investigation scene, yes. I believe. Yes, we are on to suspense. There are three types of scenes in Danger Patrol. Action, interlude, suspense. Action scene, we just did those. That was very obvious. Interlude scene, where we awkwardly pretend to do things. Um, which we just did. I put my heart and soul on that awkward nothing. <laughs> Putting heart and soul into being awkward. Alright, so we come up with the questions. More sticky note-based mechanics. I should have a core sticky note that everyone can copy-paste off of. Let me just put that on the board quick. Sticky note. So how suspense scenes work is um, each player gets to ask a question that they want to resolve. Um, we don't have to all be together. We can all spread out and investigate different things. And then you fight, air quotes, a, a question by performing investigative actions. You do hits to the question until you figure it out. Figure out an answer, just like a threat during an action scene. So these okay. are spawned like threats and all that other stuff. So we spread out and everyone investigates what they think is most relevant to figuring out this missile crisis. Eh? 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 Missile crisis. So our first question, I believe, was what's going on in the missile silo? And what other questions do we want to answer? How did hmm. their sports team factor into this? Yeah, that seems relevant. Yeah. Oh, I want to answer uh, <clears throat> how the 30 pizzas are going to factor into this. Yeah, what did happen to the 30 pizzas? Crow Division is going to be 30 pizzas or something, but, but All right. how? 30 pizzas question. 30 pizzas question. Why did they choose this ancient uh, Martian ruin uh, to hide their missiles in instead of anywhere else, like a mountain or something that isn't a place of archaeological importance? <laughs> I'm really enjoying the sticky note of, why 30 pizzas? <laughs> <laughs> why? Hey, I think... I- I think you captured that question perfectly. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever been to like uh, like WikiHow? I think it is that has like whenever you look at a question, it has like like stock photos of like five people under the question, and they all just have like other like commonly searched related phrases, <laughs> like oh, like superimposed over the people's faces. I saw one. There's like I was like looking at something. I actually I looked up. Does Naruto Uzumaki become the Hokage? <laughs> <laughs> this was important to, to a conversation I was having. I looked it up, and uh, all the related questions were like, does Luigi become the Hokage? Does Naruto Uzuma? It's just like really fucked up questions. Anyway, why 30 pizzas is one that would show up on their IMO. <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right, so we've got our four important, crucial questions for the plot here. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to look into what? And how are you starting? I think uh, I'm interested in sports. I'm interested in these 30 pizzas. Clearly. It's probably yeah, related I'm to you. I'm invested on the pizzas. Yeah. And Leslie's going with Billy for the sports. You two are a team at this point. I will investigate the question that I asked. <laughs> Why were the missiles in the old ruins? It's like a it. good question! <laughs> We've got two people on the 30 pieces and two people on the sports team. <laughs> What's going on in the missile silo? Currently, no one's looking into that. Nope. All to right. be fair, I would not be much help looking at what's going on in the missile silo, because I'd be like, yep, that's made of metal. 
Well, the di- I think the difference between the missile silo question and what, why were the missiles there is one of them is like a research-based question and the other one is actually going to the missile silo and checking it out. Only somebody mm. was good at infiltration. If only. Yeah. Notch, notch, wink, wink, Tawny Owl. Uh, 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 it's, <laughs> but where? Sad. What do I infiltrate? Billy, I will give you this hat. Pretend to be it a crimson a missile silo man. that needs investigating that we don't know oh. why it was built there. Or what I, they were doing there with it, besides missiles. We, I, uh, we were ju- I mean, okay. Yes. I, I will sneak there. How do I sneak? I <laughs> Maximum sneaking. Maximum sneaking. All right, we'll start with you. So how sus- uh, these suspense scenes work is they're not all happening simultaneously, necessarily. And they don't all have... Like, we don't have to deal with all of the questions at once like you do with a regular threat scene. Like, if we ignore what's going on in the missile silo, it isn't going to suddenly shoot another missile. Unless you like you roll a disaster somewhere else, maybe. Um, I see. So it is it is okay if you guys want to all focus on one thing at a time or two things at a time or whatever. Um, it will work the same way as the regular scene where we go around and each person does a thing at a time, and we'll ha- basically be setting up scenes and then you will make a roll to see how well you figure things out, basically. Um, and as you score more hits, you will answer your questions. Can we raise danger this way? Yes, you can. You can get in danger while investigating. Oh, dear. Why wouldn't you? It's a, it's that kind of movie. Investigating is always potentially dangerous. I only need 14 more danger. <laughs> I want to get vaporized while researching. <laughs> that might happen if we get another suspense scene after this, but I don't think we will. So... First things first. Uh, poor weather. The tawny yes. owl wanted to go investigate that missile silo. That is true. So the things we know about the missile silo is that it was built into these old ruins, which the professor wants to figure out why the heck they built it in an old ruin site. Um, well, I mean, we were investigating the ruins earlier, weren't we? Like, we were trying to find yeah. out what the, the purpose of them was. If you found the ruins first, and then you found a secret missile silo bunker place whatever underneath the ruins... And then accidentally triggered a launch sequence. I see. And it was set up so that it, you'd use the thing that I stole from the from the Crimson Republic. Yep. Crimson Empire? Republic? One of those. Yeah. The Crimson whatever. Uh, are we... The Red I guess Menace. The, first, uh. the, the... Oh, oh, I get it. I get the joke. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't get it until... Yeah. Yep. Uh, I guess the most important thing to do is to find out if there are any more missiles first. Or if they that are seems like expended. a good start, yeah. Because that should cha- could kind of change the, the game plan. What do I need to do? Well, first things first. Um, well, what are you doing in the missile silo? Well, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna sneak around. I'm gonna like creep around between the different areas and peek around corners, and you know, look pretty, look kind of shifty, and you know, sort of sort of fade into the background, and you know, occasionally I'll take out like binoculars or something. Okay. That sounds fair. So that's an agent role to start. And then I guess yes. say what is helping you sneak and any dangers of sneaking. I I guess I will um I guess I will help myself sneak by using my hologram projector to create like a uh, a hologram of me not being here. That's that that viable. <laughs> Maybe a stretch of the definition. It lets you cre- it lets you create a distraction. It Actually, can, it you know, this, this, before I do that, I think I should know: Are there people here? Like, is it empty, or are there people manning this place? 
Um, that's a good question, actually. I think there's a skeleton crew here. Like, it isn't heavily guarded, ah. but there are people. Oh my god, skeletons? A skeleton crew. Do you know these skeletons? <laughs> I guess they must be working for, you know, the Crimson Republic. How did they, they buy them for Red out? Skull. Wait. How did they get the skeleton block under their wing? Anyway, we need to... <laughs> I'm gonna... I'm gonna change my, my tactics to use the disguise kit to disguise myself as a skeleton, in that case, instead Perfect. of a protector. Um, I guess that's pretty easy, because you know, everybody is a skeleton deep down, so it's probably pretty easy to disguise oneself as one. That was the worst joke I ever made in the whole podcast history. I, um... And then I'll try and sneak in and identify how many missiles are left. Okay. Uh, what dangers? Um, dangers are probably that uh, one of my disguise is probably not really perfect because you know they can probably still see the skin and so some some skin underneath, uh, you know the, the bones. Yeah. Um, also, uh, <laughs> while closely looking at the missiles, I might risk triggering the thing that shot them and that made them fire off in the first place. So that's a very minor danger, presumably, uh, because you know I'm being very careful. I'm right, right. Discreet, not like the wanderers who were poking around earlier. And uh, whatever dangers might there be. Um, anyone got any ideas? Well, there's the danger of being caught. There that, are, is, that is a danger. There are all the ancient death traps that the Martian natives left behind in their temples. Oh, <laughs> of course. Yep, you'll have to get through all of those. You well, have it's... a serious case of indigestion, and if your stomach growls, oh. the skeletons will know. Oh, <laughs> Probably from all that pizza talk earlier, just got, got me riled up. Uh, why thirty? Anyway, pizzas? yeah. Wait. I think that's five dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like. So you're and, at one d twelve plus one d eight plus five d six. Okay. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, oh dear. Oh, it's a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys remember that last scene we did? Well, <laughs> let's do it again. No, actually. Um, I think I'm going to have you be caught. That's that's probably for the best. Yeah. So, <laughs> the most disastrous, worst possible outcome for what's going on in that missile silo is what I get to declare here. So you find out what's going on, and you even get to message a message out to probably the professor. He's probably the one who's paying the most attention. <laughs> what is going Everyone on? Else How many missiles on a pizza are there? <laughs> you find that um, the missiles were. Mostly a diversion, and which is a little weird because missiles are kind of end game usually. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, there's a lot of diversions here. A lot of diversions upon diversions. Yeah. It turns out that they were trying to use that magical orb that you own half of, in order to build some sort of like disruptor frequency. So they were going to set off an EMP underneath Rocket City, knocking out the entire city's power grid. That's that's terrible. People wouldn't be able to watch sports for weeks. It would cause catastrophic amounts of damage, especially since, as we've established, all of the cars fly, and all of them shutting off oh, at once right. would be bad. It looks like the missiles were here um, to... They were planning to use the EMP before launching the missiles. And then the missiles see. would cause catastrophic damage with no defenses in the city to do anything about But we about. fired them off beforehand by mistake. Yes. And now they're probably pretty mad about that. Yeah. We, we shot missiles at the city. We're heroes. 
So I've been captured then. Yes, you are captured by all these skeleton minis that someone has helpfully added to the board. That's that's good. Alright, well I guess someone else is up. Yep, someone else's turn. So Professor, you now yeah. know the thing that you wanted to know the about thing the, what was going know. on in the old missile silo. I totally know the thing I want. And you also about. know that the Tawny Owl's been captured. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to get with the team to, to make a rescue plan. But in the meantime, in the meantime... Why 30 uh, pizzas? Well... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why 30 pizzas? In the meantime, I need to finish my investigation so we can have an informed plan. Uh, let's see. I, I'm going to... I can use my fusion overload power, right? And even in an investigation scene? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm going to do that. I'm going to spend one of my uh, tokens to do that. But uh, mostly I'm going to be... Uh, as we saw in the previously on bit, uh, there were ancient runes that the professor was trying to decipher. And he's... Uh, deep in the uh, historical archives comparing the the symbology to uh, uh, the work of archaeologists past with just like a big stack of papers like that uh, one Gandalf scene in uh, Fellowship of the Ring when he's like tracing the ring's history that's what it looks like but space age and atomic looking uh, so nothing like that so nothing like that. <laughs> it's it's all data pads instead of big musty vellum tomes. Right. Uh, do, do, do. And so I'm using my uh, alien training, and however, th this also twigs some secrets of my homeworld. So that's two uh, bits of gear. As I do archival research to. Uh, discern the meaning of all the ancient carvings inside the, the Martian native temple. Okay. What dangers can I add? Oh, uh, one, obviously, uh, these are the reasons this, the reason this has never been fully translated is that doing so uh, would drive one mad. Clearly. Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> there are things which man was not meant to know. Good thing I am no man. Uh, also, I'm guessing this is, you're going to say this is Explorer, so a D10 for me? Um, yeah, you're, you're actually at the ruins, right? Checking them out and such? Is that what's... or I'm, am I missing a thing? Like, where are you while you're doing this? Yeah, let's say I'm at the ruins. Okay, but I'm, I'm going to add in those death traps you mentioned that the Tawny Owl had to deal with. Okay. Anyone else have more uh, danger for me? I'm at two dangers. Uh, are you using anything, like, technological? Yes, I will also be using my Omni-Scanner. That's not... Okay. Uh, I can give you up to two dangers, if you'd like. Okay. Shoot. Uh, the first one is the danger of... Um, of... There's a whole bunch of computer viruses that have been coming out right around now. That uh -huh. can completely send your readings off and make everything terrible. 
I mean, th- this is an EMP uh, facility, after all. Yeah. And the second one is you've recently been playing uh, Clicker Heroes 3.0, and you realize that now is double XP, so you're seriously distracted because you really want to play that Clicker game. <laughs> that reminds me of the good old days in the hot tub with Nolan Bushnell. Oh. So that's one, two, three, four successes. And four danger. And an equal number of danger. <laughs> and didn't did you you spent your power point for just plus two, right? Yes, so make that six and four. Okay. Well that is definitely enough successes to figure out the answer to your question. Um, but it's also enough to cause a full hit. Which, after we move your danger up four, gives you another power token. And also stuns you. Uh no, I already moved four. You already did? I- I refreshed five in the interlude, and I moved back up four, so that full hit gives me my second bashed. Oh, you're you're mostly fine. Yeah. Still gives you another power token again. Oh, you can get that one twice by moving back and forth on it? Yeah. Heck yes. I love that. Okay. (laughs) There is no reason not to lower your danger unless you want to be super dangerous. And I want to be super dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. All right, um, so what, what is the answer to that question, since I discovered it with six successes? Yes. Why were the missiles being built in the old ruins? Well, this is partially answered before by the Tawny Owl, but I'm going to expand further that apparently this whole thing, this whole facility was a Martian superweapons facility. So oh, fantastic. They were, they were just building where the infrastructure already existed. Yeah, they were trying to basically capitalize on what was already there. Um, hence the magic EMP. Alright, so uh, on my uh, wrist communicator, which I'm not using for a move, so I don't check it off, correct? Yeah. Okay. So you on just my use it. I just use it. On my wrist communicator, I'm calling to uh, Team Alpha and Team Awesome. Uh, I'm not sure which is which. <laughs> and tell them, alright, I figured it out. This is an ancient super weapons vault. Uh, possibly the reason the... Uh, uh, original Martians are no longer with us, but I'm sure I wouldn't know anything about that tugging on his collar. Uh, and Just... also, and also, the Tawny Owl is captured. But seriously, this is amazing architectural discovery. You, you guys have got to check it out. Uh, just so you know, Team Alpha is Leslie, and Team Awesome is Billy the Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about Crow and the Spectral Sleuth? I care. Do we want to start investigating that question, or do we want to go to the Crimson Republic elites and how? Why the thirty pizzas? Why the thirty pizzas? All right, Crow, Spectral Sleuth, you two are working towards that. What are you? Where are you starting? What are you doing? (laughs) So I'm brought. All right, so mm, this is good pizza. (laughs) (laughs) So Crow. Crow suggests that they go to a, a pizza place nearby to investigate uh, whether they're, you know, whether it might be like the same pizzas in, in her vision, or if not, if she can have another vision about the pizzas and kind of figure out how we came across the pizzas. Also how 30 pizzas. Nice Do ho ho. So, so let's go to a pizza place. There's one uh, two blocks away. We'll go there. <laughs> Call it a 
<laughs> Incidentally, the place is actually called Y30 Pizzas. <laughs> that seems like the biggest possible connection. <laughs> yeah, you know. I have no idea how we're wrapping this into the plot, but I'm having fun. Oh, I do. W- okay. Would, would you like you... to consult? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to know what you have in mind to tie this together. <laughs> I just wanted pizza. <laughs> Oh, that, that was a great vision of pizza. Can I, can I have that again? <laughs> Inspector Sleuth eat. Mm. For pizza, yes. I, I mean, only I'm a if the food guy. is also a ghost. Turns out that Spectra Sleuth can actually only eat pizza. Oh my god. Everything else just doesn't work. It's, it's just based on how uh, pizza particles interact with ghost particles. Uh, right. It's completely unique from other, other particles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He only ever ate pizza in life, so he doesn't actually notice a difference. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your idea, Professor? Uh, my my idea about what now? Uh, you said you wanted to consult about Y30 pizzas, and you had an idea. Oh, I, I oh, just you're se- posting it on Skype? I just sent you a thing on Skype in case uh, you wanted it only- to. Okay, I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> this... Uh, okay, I like that idea. All right, let's go with that idea. <laughs> All right, do we get filled in or no? Um, is this a, is this a surprise as we get get pizzas? All right, all right, all right. So so crow uh crow shows up at the pizza place, right? And is like, she kind of looks around. Um, there's two lines. There's the uh, the single pizza line. <laughs> And then there's the line for if you're ordering 30 pizzas. <laughs> what if, if you want to buy, like, three pizzas or something? What if you, you don't want one or the other? You get in the you regular to line y- three times. Yeah. Yes. So why three pizzas? <laughs> Just why you're three escorted pizzas, out if you ask the much more, more reasonable like, and successful like alternative chain? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a why three pizzas, but someone had an answer, which is that I'm posting a party with a couple of my friends. <laughs> So they had it closed down. No one has no ever, one's ever figured out why thirty pizzas. pizzas though. It's yeah, nobody's figured out a, the pizza riddle. It's been kind <laughs> of a pizza escalation in the city over the last few years. <laughs> yeah, you could say it's a real pizza cold war. <laughs> That's I. So, uh, so Crow goes up to the the thirty pizza line, which is completely empty. You know, everyone's too scared to go into the thirty pizza line. It's just too much. It's too much. She goes both. She kind of looks both ways. She she goes up to the counter with special sleuth, and she's like, and there's like someone. You gotta like knock on a door. <laughs> someone opens like a little eye with level window. Yeah, there's just a little slot in the door. Hey, what's the password? Thirty pizzas. You're in. Why thirty pizzas? You got it the first time. They lead you out into an alley and just open up a giant overcoat and start passing you them. <laughs> overcoat full of pizza. That sounds awful. Overcoat made of pizza. That's the name of my band. All right, step off. <laughs> it's like he, he opens up the trench coat full of pizzas and like all the because it was you know clothes on him like all the cheese stuck to him so like just opening oh, no. that coat has all the cheese stretching. <laughs> no. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, he opens me... the secret door, though, and it leads to an underground secret area, because no one has ever actually ordered 30 pizzas here. No one knew the password. <laughs> no one comes here for 30 pizzas. No. They come here Everyone... for secrets. Yeah. Alright, so... So what's what's down here? Um, it leads... 
you it just goes down for a very very long time okay and we're going at, into the pizza vault <laughs> into the pizza vault no um actually actually yes yeah let's go into the pizza <laughs> vault let's do that that sounds i mean good. you have to go further you have to go closer to the, the core of the planet because it gets really hot down there and it's better for baking pizzas that's <laughs> how do you know so much about pizza <laughs> Spectral Sleuth, you actually recognize the architecture as you get further down. Oh it appears to be made of greenish, a dark greenish rock that you recognize from the ancient ruins that you were at semi-recently. Help, they're dropping missiles on these pizzas! <laughs> <laughs> and you find the Martian Pizza Vault. With the, the door shaped like a giant pizza. What came first, Martians or the pizza? Martians implemented uh, the this idea is of one of the ancient secrets of the temple. <laughs> as soon as you ask that question, you go temporarily mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we must solve the question of why thirty pizzas. Hmm. All right, <clears throat> uh, I think it's probably it's probably pretty hot down here, you know, in the pizza vault. Yeah. You can't actually get into the vault, though. There's a giant locked door here, preventing you from getting further. So the lock is probably trapped. Almost certainly. We're adding danger dice before we decide to try to unlock it. <laughs> well, hold on. Can you, uh, can you just peek through the door? Can you just, like, go through it? It's like one of those old-fashioned, like, cartoony bank vault doors where it's, like, a giant circle set in the wall, except it's... Yeah, 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 but I mean, like, unless you're gonna say it's, like, an anti-ghost door, I mean... Yeah, oh, yeah, I, Spectral I, I travel straight through yeah. this door. I was like, there's no slots to peer through, but we have a ghost. I'm gonna ghost right through that door. <laughs> okay. Spectral Sleuth, give me a detective roll for getting through the door safely. And seeing yeah. what's on the other side. Is it just D twelve? It is D twelve, but you yeah. also get to add danger and you get to use gear and all the normal stuff. Oh right, right, right. Do I have any ghost gear? No, I don't have ghost gear. You do have the special bonus of your investigator ability. Um, during suspense oh, scenes, yeah. you get plus one all uh, hits and minus one danger on all rolls. Okay. Investigating your specialty. Okay. Um. Hmm. How's going through this pizza door dangerous? Well, it is, it's quite hot. Like, you can, I can feel heat coming from the, the pizza vault door here. So, the other side is probably going to be even hotter. Yeah, because I think, I think the pizza vault is basically... My hypothesis is that the pizza, hall is a, pizza vault is an ancient Martian pizza furnace. So you have to be very careful in there. It's, yeah, it's I mean, dangerous. You, I mean, it's got to be at least 450 degrees or else that pizza, <laughs> just, the, cr the crust isn't going to be crisp enough. Yeah. I feel like this is what destroyed Martian civilization. <laughs> mad with obsession over pizza. pizza can, I like, can I, like, give you any gear to help? Like yeah. any of my... All right. You can roll a helping roll first to give him hits and you take any uh, danger that you roll. Okay. Uh, well, I would like to, in that case, like, if I could use like psychic aura to protect shield. him. Yeah. Yeah. Shield, makes sense. shield him in psychic aura. How many can I use? Uh, you can use up to three of your gear and up to you know it's a normal roll that you'd make. Okay, and I'm just like contrib I'm just like contributing hits to. Yeah. 
Like, I don't interfere with what he's doing. He can still yep, do all the normal You're contributing hits and then taking some danger for yourself from whatever you roll. Okay. In that case, I'll use one psychic aura. And... Uh, I have some maps, charts, and plans. And I want to say that if I look through them, this vault actually seems kind of familiar. I, I found something one time... Um, I actually I dreamed about a number of pizzas. The, the amount wasn't clear to me back then, but I dreamed about a, a number of pizzas. And for a long time, I was pretty sure it was just a, just a dream and not a vision. But I found this map. I found these, no, it was these, uh, I think they were schematics for, I mean, it's just, you know, I didn't, I couldn't make sense of them at the time, but there was a, there was a, a big pizza right in the center of the, the mechanic, the schematics. Yeah. Now I think I know those schematics were for this Martian pizza furnace. So I know some things about it. I know where to, I guess, turn you know the where heat safe. down. Yeah. So, so that's that's the two that I'll be rolling to help. Okay. And how is this dangerous to you? To me? Is it dangerous to you? Do you want danger dice? Yeah. Oh wait, for me, can I roll danger dice also? Yeah, you can add a oh, danger okay. dice to any roll. You just gotta say how it's dangerous what you're doing. Uh, I might pull the wrong map and be reading the completely wrong schematics. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is the other piece of all. <laughs> this is the normal one. I'm gonna add the danger that um, the way your psychic aura shields him, you'll be taking some of the heat. Okay, and that might get too hot for me instead? Yeah. Okay, well, let's just take that then, two danger. Alright, and, so and I'm thinking detective, since you're helping him detective. Uh, sure. I'm a pretty good detective. I'm D10 in that, so... Yeah. Roll so, D10 plus... 2D8 and 2D6. 2D8 plus 2D6. Alright, I got one miss. Five and hit, three successes. Four yeah, four yeah. successes. Yep. Yeah, four. Alright, so Spectral Sooth, your job got a lot easier. Oh, man. Uh, so since I'm being protected by that shield, do I remove my one danger dice, which was just that it was hot? Uh, no, 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 you can still use that too. Okay. It, it's very I mean, it's hot. pretty hot in there. It, okay, it's It kind of endangers both of us either way, so, like, maybe I'm not giving you enough aura and it's too hot, or I might give you too much and, you know. It could be too hot you're just covered in aura, and that's, you know. At this point. Ew, aura. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, so I'm just going to do a d12 and one d6. Okay. And then I get a plus one? You get two. plus four, you add her successes. Okay. And then you also have plus one from Investigator, which gives you six successes and one danger. So all in all, that was pretty easy. I'm, from the d- danger for Eliza, one of you two gets a reduced hit. Um, it doesn't matter which one. So which one of you takes, wants to take a bashed box for this? I'll take it. Okay. Because both of you were feeling the heat. Alright. Spectral Sleuth moves up one danger, which actually gives him another power point. Yes. So that with that success, you see into the pizza vault safely. And you see all of the things. <gasps> and inside, you find the ancient Martian secrets of extinction. What? That's right. <laughs> I was looking for those. Come on. <laughs> I have found them. The pizzas were what led to the downfall of the Martian Empire that was here thousands of years ago. They were so delicious. The secret recipe was so good that the Martians ate nothing but that pizza until they died of malnutrition. Oh my god. Malnutrition. 
And that is the secret of the 30 pizzas. Whoa. If only they had nutritious pineapple on their pizzas. So so is it 30 of the same pizzas, or did they have 30 holy pizzas of different flavors? I like that interpretation way more. They had 30 holy pizzas. They they had they they had the uh the pizza pyramid uh, <laughs> where the the tip of the pyramid was the most sacred of pizza flavors. What do, and what would that be? Do you know what's the best pizza flavor? Uh, it's uh pizza with uh like stuffed crust and in the crust is hot dogs. Oh god! <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> no wonder their society <laughs> fell. Yep. Good. Everybody has a, always wondered why the I Martian a, month is exactly 30 days. Now we know. I had a I had a friend who tried that pizza recently and said that it was just actually awful. Yeah. <laughs> the hot dog stuffed crust. You don't say! Yeah, I was like, that's pre- pretty obvious. Yeah, it seems... Okay. It seems like a safe bet. Yeah. <laughs> So we know that the pizzas are related to another Martian superweapon that, if this would get out, would spell the end of Rocket City, because no one would eat anything else. Have to destroy the formula. I guess that leaves one question left to investigate. (laughs) How did the Crimson Public Elites factor into all this? Alright. Well, uh, fortunately right now, the Crimson Republic Elites are having a press conference about the game. Yeah, the and coach is doing the usual post-game talk. The yeah. coaches. And Billy the Kid and Livid Leslie are gonna are gonna wreck that shit. Uh, the first thing, though, see, uh, Livid Leslie really is more much more intimate in the whole game thing. So Billy the Kid is going to first roll to assist. He's going to cause such a spectacle that every no one has any choice but to pay attention to Billy the Kid and Livid Leslie. Hey kids, don't do drugs. So, um he uh he is going to use his rocket pack to fly around and do awesome loop-de-loops while throwing flashbangs around. Oh gosh. <laughs> and uh by using his Electronet interface, he's going to take over the lights so that the spotlights are on him and Liveth Leslie at all times. And, uh... But the problem is, this is his backup jetpack, so things could obviously go wrong. Uh, there is security, so he may take some, some gunfire. Uh... All of the flash flames are extremely disorienting. Uh, and you're not immune. I'm not immune to those. Uh, if I screw this up, I'm going to be super embarrassed. And I need one more danger. The danger that this would damage your anti-drug message to children. There's always the there's always the risk if I do anything too cool, it will immediately turn people to drugs. Yeah. Okay, so that's 1d12 plus 3d8 plus 5d6. One, two, three, four, five danger and four successes. And this is for an assist, so. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Alright, so with the crowd uh, properly focused. Um, first, though, he caused a disaster. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're, you're getting all the help, but uh, his distraction was too distracting. So the worst possible thing happens. 
Um, Everyone immediately does drugs. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Especially Leslie. Oh no! She'll be kicked off the team. No, it's fine. It's after the game. <laughs> so Leslie immediately does all of the drugs and now performs her next actions in a drug-fueled haze. So I'm thinking that you are causing catastrophic collateral damage to the citizens with all of your flashbangs being <laughs> thrown into a cl- crowded coliseum. That's a good idea. So uh, that's going to do wonders for the reputation of the Danger Patrol. It is. All right, Leslie, while he's busy causing massive collateral damage, what's he, what are you up to? Okay, so uh, the the coach of the Crimson Republic elites is obviously up at the podium, the hover podium, giving his speech. Yep. And so I'm going to take the podium, kind of do the classic cartoon thing where you smash it over his head and put it so he's like stuck in it like a barrel. Okay. And I'm just going to go up to his face and go, I know you had something to do with those missiles. Why did you send the missiles? Because pr- I don't know but I'm pretty sure I'm just going to accuse this guy. So you're going to intimidate the crap out of him. I am. That's a warrior role, I think. It is. I'm big and scary. And so, let's see. What's dangerous about... I mean, obviously, there's the, uh... <laughs> flash the various flashbangs. <laughs> yeah, that are flying all over the place. Um, there is a flying robotic goat. That's true. Oh. I occasionally have to duck to avoid Billy the Kid. There is the danger that you knocked him unconscious by hitting him with the de- the thing. Oh, you could, Such you a could have gone over. You could have indeed gone overboard. That's yeah, true. You're very strong. All right, so that's one d twelve plus three d six. Uh, do you want more danger? No, that's good. Okay. You're not so, going to mark like surprise move or brawler or anything for this. No, no, not yet. Okay. Yet. All right, yeah. so six successes, because you have all the bonuses from Garbed before, and free yep. danger. Give me that danger. So you succeed, but you spawn a new threat. Go um, with that. So you're trying to figure out how the Crimson Republic elites factored into this. And the fact is, um, they have absolutely nothing to do with any of this. But... They were actually all secret agents in disguise under a completely separate infiltration mission. No wonder they were so bad at sports. (laughs) No, you can't take my win. And they are currently (laughs) sabotaging a different building as we speak. Oh Oh no. Somebody's got to go save that. Well, I can't do it. I'm busy throwing flashbangs at pedestrians. <laughs> Trying not to get arrested. I'm busy pushing this guy on the floor and watching him struggle to get out of yeah. this podium. So I think that will factor into the next action scene that we have happen. Yes. But first, I think that resolves all of our questions about the current plot. So there is an EMP superweapon, and there's also another pizza-related alien superweapon underneath the city. The Crimson Republic knows about the EMP and is trying to activate it. Um, they do not know about the pizza superweapon, but that is also there and very near their missile silo. Uh, Tawny is captured by skeletons. And the Crimson Republic elites uh, are currently trying to sabotage something somewhere. 
And you know where. You have the coach. But we don't know what... The audience doesn't know what they're doing. So. So, yeah. We uh, should probably start with trying to free Tawny. Right. Two, two of those three things are in the same place. In the ruins. Yes. So, do we want to just jump into an action scene of rescue Tawny, capture, or stop the EMP, and then some other people will be dealing with the sabotage? Sure. As in, like, split the party? Sure. Who wants to be on which team, then? And what's the infiltration plan to rescue Tawny? Well, I'm definitely already on... Uh, uh, in the ruins, so I will stay in the ruins and try to rescue Tawny. I think Tawny will be trying to rescue herself. Yeah. Well, obviously, Wesley and Billy the Kid are the only ones who currently know about the building. What are the circumstances of my confinement? Like, how how well are they keeping me here? Um, I... You know, how, how, how do you, how do you want it to be? Do we want to be, I, like, you're just I at mean, gunpoint right I, it now, just be or like a, thrown in a cell? It could just be an open room. That would be nice. Like, you know, a nice uh, sort of room with an open door that leads out of the base. <laughs> that would be pretty good. There's several like a craft well, I'm thinking, like, tray. interrogation chamber, maybe? Maybe some well, like, fluffy tied to a chair. for you to Yeah, like, tied on. to a chair with one imposing dude. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Uh, Crow, Spectral Sleuth, which teams do you want to join? Do either of you want to join the professor on Team Rescue, or join with Livid Leslie and Billy the Kid to stop some saboteurs? Let's go... I'm gonna go with the professor, probably. Hmm. Uh, I suppose I will go to stop the saboteurs, then. Okay. So we have split the party 50-50. Why 30 pizzas? Erase. We already know. We know why 30 pizzas. We know why 30 pizzas. That place is gonna have to close down. <laughs> we just shut an honest business down. I mean, presumably there was something suspect going on with them when since they had like a, a secret passage to like the pizza vault in their in their basement. Oh yeah, so now my new question is why why 30 pizzas? <laughs> <laughs> like I doubt they were innocent in all of this. <laughs> mm. I bet that's the actual uh, Crimson Republic, whatever plan, not Repu- whatever they're called. I don't remember their damn name. <laughs> Crimson, Crimson Empire, Empire, Crimson Republic. It's one of those. Oh, it's the Crimson Republic. Okay, Cause, sure. Cause they're yeah. communist, so they have a republic. Of course, they have the Soviet analog. But uh, so first but yeah, things first. Yeah, maybe that was their special plan. Which which te- which team do we want to start with? Operation Rescue Tawny or the Saboteurs? Who wants to flip a coin? I, I'm Rescue fine with Tawny. just giving it to the other team if no one's going to say anything. <laughs> Professor! Alright. Uh, fisticuffs are definitely not my forte. Uh, however, I am going to uh, use my alien training uh, and my experimental gadget the, the laser probe to uh, affect a disguise and uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to walk into the interrogation chamber and bluster my way in and convince the guy that I'm his major here to uh, order him uh, off interrogation duty because there's far too many uh, uh, plans to be to be made too many preparations we're, we're launching the final phase 
You can't be in here. She'll talk later once her city is in ashes. Sort of thing. Okay, was that alien training or alien physiology that you used? Or did you use neither and I wasn't listening right? You know what? I'm going to use both, dang it. Because I want to rescue poor Tawny Owl. (laughs) Alright, and then you also (laughs) used your laser probe, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Alright, and that's going to be an agent roll. So you're already at 48 before we add danger. Heck yes. Uh, the danger is that my Crimson Republic accent is very poor. <laughs> That's a pretty big danger. <laughs> uh, what's another? Oh, that, um, seeing as the, the professor is pretty good at, at uh, blustering in and pretending, pretending to be uh, uh, in charge. However, he clearly has no taste for the military life so this is one bluff that always goes especially hard for him okay and then i think let's just roll it okay that came up pretty well that's five successes and a danger yeah okay so you managed to successfully bluff and believe or i just got amused by the subtitle that was at the skeleton here corporal skalevsky uh, I, I I get it because he's a skeleton. Yeah, yeah, right. Corporal Sklevsky was your interrogator, and the professor managed to convincingly bluff him out of the room. Well, do what? I recognize that it's Corporal that it's that it's him? That it's the professor? Oh yeah, there there are some very mild hints that that. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> he winked to me a few times, sort of like pretty just. For- I mean, yeah. for one thing, there is his distinctive haircut. Uh, so, uh, Professor and Tawny are now alone together in the interrogation room, but there's still all of the guards that are right outside the interrogation room and will have questions if you just, you know, escape with her free. Well, untie me, at least. Let's, let's, somewhere. This so. is not my first rescue, Matt. And now you need an escape plan, because now you are uh, both in a bad place. That's that's true. I have one escape, one pump plan, but it's pretty, uh... I mean, how deep under the city lab right now are we? Pretty deep. It's not how, close. I, how much would be destroyed if we set up one of the missiles down here? Uh, the city would probably be completely safe. Oh. Well, it's, I mean, uh, completely safe? Like, nothing nothing would happen to it at all? It nothing is very... Collapse? The ruins are very far down. Okay. I mean, and we'd also destroy all the pizza stuff as that stuff too, so kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, you'd destroy this whole super weapons facility, probably. Or at least cause nope. damage. So we just need to sneak to one of the missiles and just set it off. Does that sound like a good plan, Professor? Absolutely. Yes. It's just a matter of how we interface with this Martian technology. Well, that's why you've got Crow in the wings. Yeah. I'm sure her amazing precognitive abilities will give us all the answers we need in the perfect and timely fashion. Alright, Tawny, what are we doing to sneak to the missiles? Alright, how many guards are there? Like, how, how, how densely guarded is this area? Um, probably most of the crew is here, so there's at least a dozen guys to get through. Alright, that's not so good. Should we just fight them? Uh, if you would, yes. Go, go ahead and I mean, wait, hold on. What about Crow, who is with you? Yep. Crow, uh, her her role in this 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 uh, rescue—that's the word. 
Yeah, Endeavor, but I was thinking rescue. Uh, you know, you, you remember what she was supposed to do, right? Of course when you do. She was going to... What the hell is psychometry? Uh, psychometry is like reading... Well, telemetry is a word for like reading wirings and such. So psychometry is like reading psychic stuff. Like, So that'd be mind reading or seeing through walls or whatever. Alright, so in that case, you said there... How many guards are outside? About a dozen. About a dozen guards. Well, um... <laughs> okay, I've got this. So, uh, she, she uses her psychometry to, uh, find out that they are hungry. Hungry, yes. hungry skeletons. Yeah, they're really hungry. And, uh, so, um, she will be showing up to bluff. I mean, it's not a bluff, they're really there, but to bluff that, uh, you know, the, the, the chief from Y30 Pizzas, and, uh, <laughs> and we've got them coming, so, you know, 30, 30 pizzas on their way, you gotta just go upstairs and, and, and go pick them up. So that will be your mind reading with the psychometry. Yep. Because, it, I mean, it's especially difficult to read a skeleton's mind, so that's something only a skilled psychic can do. Of course. Um, let's say, also, that, um... Useful uh, trade goods, 30 pizzas. I was just thinking. <laughs> I was like looking at what I've got here and I'm like, ah, oh, useful trade goods such as 30 pizzas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, that's what I'm actually using here. So yep. so that's one of my gear. And then let's say, um, yeah, that's it. Oh, I, can't yeah. really think, I can't really see how else would. And I'm thinking this is an explorer role because that's usually used for like appeasing the natives. It seems to be the closest sort of thing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to get on their good side. You're not really lying to them, which would be agent. You're just giving them pizzas to distract them. Do they count as beast threats as they are skeletons and no longer living? (laughs) Um, I think they count as ruins threats. (laughs) Because they are old and and no longer regarding just like ruins. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay, that's fair. We are literally in ruins. Yeah, so I get plus one hit against ruins innately. So, here we go. It'll be uh, d12 plus d... 2d8 plus i need some dangers here uh danger is not danger would be that one of them's not hungry oh just the one guy who's never yeah. in the mood for pizza like he didn't know that it was pizza day and so he like already ate on the way over and he it wasn't even good like it was like a really like like lousy turkey sandwich like dry and it only had like two like a slice of turkey yeah, I actually put it like a third slice of bread in between the first two slices just to make it seem substantial. Right, but it's enough and that he's going to be complaining about the pizza now. Yeah, he's like, oh, God, can we... What if we get pizza in like an hour? And like, no, stay behind it's it. Right here, dude. So anyway, so that's one of the risks. And one of the skeletons just isn't hungry. Um, you got any danger for me? Anyone? Yes. Uh, uh, oh, go ahead. There's the danger that, you know, the thought of those pizzas and the, and the smell of having been in that pizza place, it's so tantalizing that you might just, you know, you might just believe your own ruse too much and go to All get right. yourself some of those pizzas. All right. And then I think there's the danger that the pizzas will be cold, which would make them very <laughs> angry because instead of staying by, staying around to eat them as a distraction, they would They'll come back. attack and, you. <laughs> yeah. So that's three danger. I think it's good enough. Okay. Unless anyone else. How many do I need to, like, even succeed this? How many hits does this take? 
Uh, you only to really need distractions so Tawny can go do her thing with the missiles. So this isn't right. too difficult. All right. So let's say uh, roll d12 plus 2d8 plus 3d6, I think is what I had. Yeah. Uh, four successes and no. Oh, yeah. Five successes. I saw the 11 and thought it was a one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, only had one, <laughs> I only had one danger there. So, Okay. Um, I think that that one not hungry guy is going to stay behind guarding the city destroying EMP. Ah, what a fucker! (laughs) (laughs) But you got the rest of them out of the way. Why'd you fucking eat that sandwich, dude? Don't you want like a little piece of pizza, like just like a like? Okay, so you know how pizzas are triangles, right? So what if you just if you cut a pizza horizontally anywhere, it's still a triangle. It still looks like a pizza. Just trick yourself (laughs) and just, just say you had a whole slice of pizza, but actually just cut off like a third of the tip. It's fine. Just eat a pico. Get out of here. But yeah, he's staying behind, so that's a bummer. Right. But with that, Tawny now has a perfect distraction to go try and detonate one of the missiles. It was, I think, the plan. You yeah, there? I think so. Tawny? Or rather... Ah! 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 Tony, yes. Go. <laughs> Success. Are you okay? I'm, I'm fine. I'm sorry. I just something weird happened. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, we, um... Yeah. Let's go. Destroy the city destroying EMP. Yes. We're destroying assembly. We're activating one of the missiles, right? That was the plan, yes. Yes. Okay. How are we going to go about it? That's my job, isn't it? That's what we're doing? That's what you're doing okay. right now. Figuring out how you're going about it. Okay. Right. Um, where are the missiles? Are they in, like, a big, single big chamber? Uh, yeah. And there's only two left, because the first three were already fired. Oh, so there's all that many to begin with. Uh, is anyone guarding the chamber left, or are they all left for pizza? There is one person who stayed behind, so that, that'll make right. your life a little more difficult. What's my assessment, assessment of his character? Um, he's kind of a jerk. Like, he always, he's, he seems like the kind of guy who would eat when it's not break time. And, I see. you know... So he's probably already eaten. Yeah. Well, that's why he stayed behind. Well, if he's not a... If he's kind of an unreliable person, he might be a potential turncoat. Might be able to convert him to our side if we, you know... That is a possibility. tempting offer. Alright, well, I will... I mean, really the best thing to do is to show our hand here. Like, we should just surround him. Okay. You, it's three so, on one. Three on one. And then I will, I will offer to him that if he, if he, you know, if he surrenders his affiliations to the Crimson Republic and you know uh, joins and helps us destroy these missiles and tells us how to do it, that he will be. Uh, um, what, what can we give him? Hel- help me here. He'll be allowed to defect. Yeah. I mean that's 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 one point. <laughs> you can defect to Rocket uh, City. We'll set you up with a nice place to live and a yeah, job. Yeah, that that sounds good. Uh, right, so that's all an right. agent role already. I suppose so. Let me make it more dangerous. Uh, let's think. Well, I mean, first of all, I should probably use uh, use. Uh, I will use um. Dark bargain. Uh, <laughs> how can I? How can I bargain? Um. I'll use my wrist communicator to ca- contact my commanding officer, so we can like either so we can approve the deal in front of him, so he feels like it's more more confident. <laughs> that works. Yeah. That uh, that that should be uh, that should help. This is now the scene from Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> uh, okay, what's some dangers? Uh, 
Uh, well, um... There is the danger that he's actually a loyalist. There is the danger he's actually a loyalist. I mean, my assessment could have been completely wrong, so that's that's one There's danger. There's so much red tape. <laughs> there, There is going to be a lot of red tape, but I mean, you're used to... He's probably used to red tape being from the Crimson Republic already. Uh, we, uh, um, there's also the danger that, like, he, um, he doesn't actually know anything about how to use the missiles or anything of the sort, and he just left here, left here by coincidence. <laughs> it's he's also the danger that he's a skeleton, might not be able to fit into our society. We've got aliens and stuff. We've got a robot goat. I mean, I mean, that's true. We have, uh, you know, spectral sl- sleuth. The robot goat is just an anti-drug mascot that just got delusions of grandeur. I mean, I don't... So there's, there's something, duh, there's something deeply unsettling about a walking skeleton. I don't say that out loud. Okay. <clears throat> all right, let's That's... try to convince him to help you detonate right, these missiles. Not so great either. All right, two successes uh, and three danger. Not great. All right, I'm gonna say. This guy wasn't actually too hard to convince. He didn't like the Crimson Republic too much. But he also is a little bit incompetent. Oh. Um, he doesn't know how to set off the missiles, but every secret evil laboratory has a self-destruct sequence. And he knows I how think... to trigger that. Oh, well, that's... And that's, that's on a 60-second timer. That shouldn't be enough. That should... I mean, I is that enough time to really escape? Uh, let's um, find what's out. Expert, what's I mean, an expert he, opinion, Professor? He just goes no. <laughs> uh, well, uh, there's us- in these adventures. There's usually a lot of running and some explosions. The size of which depends on whether it's filmed indoors or outdoors. I think we'll make it. Uh, all right. And it blows up at the end of next turn. <laughs> Sudden. All right. So I think. I'm going to abandon the sabotage plot until next episode. So Spectral Sleuth, Billy the Kid, Livid Leslie, what are you three doing to help op- the the stopping the citywide EMP? Maybe not necessarily from uh, uh, inside the we ruins. Were, we were dealing with uh, the the building that's being no, that's, that's being delayed. Yeah, we'll we'll deal with that oh, next okay. episode because we're we've been at this game for a very long time and it's yeah we're kind of. So we're going to deal with the city-destroying EMPs and then call it a night, I'm thinking. Okay. So what are you three going to do to help with that plot? Full-on assault of the base. Whoa. Whoa. I'm in for that. It's to the point. you got to give it that. It's true. Okay. So the three of you are staging an attack directly on the, the ruins, basically? Is that what I'm saying? Yes, we are attacking everything in the ruins. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Alright, um, Billy, you go to attack the ruins and you find a bunch of skeletons eating pizza. I open fire, covering fire, so Leslie can get in and smash them. Alright, begin the rolling. Okay, uh... It's commando since you're shooting bullets. Yes, I'm going to be using my turbo rifle. So, commando's 1d10 plus, let's see, uh, precision sensors so that I can more easily see, and I'm also going to be launching smoke bombs everywhere, so that's 3d8. You have so many explosions. 
Uh, I'm just using every item I have, basically. Uh, Violet, how many dangers am I actually allowed to pick for myself instead of picking all of them? You pick two, two d6 for yourself, and the three d6 has to come from uh, other players or the GM. Okay, uh, I'm disoriented because of flashbangs, so my shooting may be going wild. You're still and, disoriented from before. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Billy just keeps throwing flashbangs in front of his own face. And uh, my rocket pack accidentally went off because I didn't turn it <laughs> off properly. So I'm also in midair as this is happening. Uh, can somebody with no please control. hit me up? Yeah, can somebody please hit me up with three additional All dangers? Right. Uh, you're attacking skeleton guards who are defending pizza that was so delicious it crumbled a civilization. Okay. Yeah, so they're tenacious. They are so tenacious. <laughs> um, everyone knows that bones are naturally resistant to turbo rifle energy shots. Duh. So that's I need one more. And uh, that's why. That's why because anytime you see uh someone get vaporized by like turbo rifle shots, right? All they just leave behind skeleton. skeleton. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All of them gets vaporized and then just a pile of bones falls. <laughs> you should have known. So the skeletons are naturally resistant. And the problem with throwing explosives at skeletons is that skeletons are naturally made of shrapnel. <laughs> so you're going to have to watch out for ribs and femurs coming at you at high speeds. Alright, 1d10 plus 3d8 plus 5d6. Maximum dice rolled. And you oh only God. take a reduced hit. Which does bring you up to stun. That does stun you. Uh, that gives me... Uh, that brings me up to a power, and I'm going to use my power to remove a stun... Okay. Oh, wait, no, I can only heal uh, injured or KO'd. Never mind. Yep. Okay. So I'm, I'm stunned, and also, this was the assist roll for what Leslie is about to do. So and you're uh, at three power dice. No, okay. I haven't... Oh, okay. Yeah, you haven't Never used mind. any of your power tokens yet. So you're at three of those already. Oh, okay. Never mind, I, I misunderstood. So, uh, Leslie, you're walking into this fight with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... All right, it, you already it is time, won, by the way. <laughs> it's time for Livid Leslie to get stuck in. So, wielding my mag-boosted vibrangle, as well as the shoulder spikes, I'm going to just get in there, and actually also, let's, let's also no, use my impact don't, gloves. Don't wield anything, you've already won. Aw. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Just wield, walk in and punch them. Wield everything, you can win next episode before we play it. <laughs> yes. You know what? Yeah, I'm just wielding everything, because why not? So I'm wielding my impact this, you're gloves. also going to get to heal for free from your fighting spirit. Yes. My, you're not my injured spikes. at all. And my mag-boosted vibrangle. Okay. So wielding all of the weapons I have, I am just jumping into the middle of these skeletons and hitting anything I see. So this will be 1d12 plus 3d8. And I'm yeah, to, fine with that. Eh, let's not even, I don't even need to bother at danger dice. You're as safe as it can be. I mean, there's nothing dangerous about Billy the Kid flying around shooting lasers in random directions. Look, I'm a professional athlete. <laughs> Alright, you take one point of danger, which I will add to the city-destroying EMP. Oh, for the record, I have uh, now hit normally the point where you roll two trait dice. Except yeah. for I'm a daredevil, so I get to roll three. So now he's rolling triple of his base dice when doing things, which is why he wanted to max danger ASAP. Yep. Skeleton guards are thoroughly destroyed. 
Yay! All right, Spectral Sleuth, on your wrist communicator, wait, you wait hear Tawny, the professor, and Crow telling you, hey, this place is about to explode. We need a way out now. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> You can go through walls. Oh. Just leave us. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I, okay. Hmm. Well, that's a reason for him to go in. Hmm. Is there any way I can temporarily transfer ghost powers to other people to help them pass through walls? That sounds like a aura. fun use for spectral aura. Yeah, I was wondering if like, I could use spectral aura for that. That sounds um, good. That sounds like a plan. Okay. Yeah, that's a really um, good idea. <laughs> this will be agent to sneak them out? Yeah. With spectral aura for helping, and anything else you would like to use? Um, hmm. I don't think I have anything else that's useful for, for doing this. You could always use um, two points of spectral aura. Oh yeah, I guess twice. I Yeah, sure, let's use both let's use both points. Um those add D eights, right? Yes. Okay. And then we add danger for D sixes. Yeah. So I guess the the biggest danger is uh, I have to be able to concentrate enough to to keep the spectral aura on them because otherwise I could uh, I could scramble them or I could accidentally lose focus while they're passing halfway through a wall and then they're going to be stuck in it. That would be pretty bad, yeah. Yeah. So um, there um, is the danger that you've never tried to do this on four people at once before. Yes. I mean, last season you totally did this on one other person, but this is different. <laughs> Never mind all the psychic interference from the hordes of dead ancient Martians. Oh in my this god, place. psychic interference too. This... Good lord. Yeah. It's a little messed up. Okay, so 2d8, 3d6. And then also 1d10 from Agent. Yeah. Don't fail me now, dice. I don't get people stuck in walls. Hmm. 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 So that's three successes and three dangers. Three successes and three dangers. Which means I get to spawn another new threat. <laughs> Alright, new threat. The professor's stuck inside a wall. Oh, god damn it. Is it, is it possible for me to... Who's like not directly there? Is it possible for me to use any of my powers to to help? Because um, I think, especially as a psychic, I think that I might have gotten a premonition <laughs> that one of the dangers, you know, fucked right, up. Right, right. Yeah. So telepathic, you know, you can allow an ally to reroll the failed danger dice by saying how your telepathic powers assist them. Yep. So uh, you're helping him control the aura, I think. Yeah, exactly. With my own my own psychic aura. Um, negate the negating the psychic interference. There we go. Yeah, exactly. That gets us under the danger. So I can. I mean, it's as many as many danger dice as you want to reroll. I, I'm I'm okay with. You said you had three. Yeah, I had three. Two of yeah, them were bad. So you could reroll the two bad ones. All right. Yeah. Okay. And so, I'll just take two danger on that. So yep. am I rerolling the whole thing here, or just the two d six? Just the two d six. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Both successes. <laughs> All right. Alright, that completely turns it around. Professor, you almost got stuck in a wall, but that didn't happen. I bet Whew. it felt weird. <laughs> uh, a bit of a time hiccup. 
impressive. Anyhow. Have you ever had just momentarily a wall in your stomach? <laughs> it's like it, it kind, of, kind of leaves you a little lightheaded. I bet. Uh, well, there was this one time two universes crashing in on each other, but I'll leave that for another day. Okay. And then I think that leads to the self-destruct going off now. But everyone escaped. Yay. All right. right. With the help of the Spectral Sleuth. Which has not completely destroyed the city-destroying EMP, but you have collapsed the base. The threat is still there, but they cannot access it or activate it. And it will be some time before they have the ability to do so. And it would be very simple for the Danger Patrol to set up ways to make it difficult for them to ever get back here. Well, that's just fantastic. See, I told you it was my thing. My thing. My word. (laughs) We can't see the problem, so it's solved. That's fantastic. No! You have successfully buried both the EMP alien weapon and the pizza vault. Hooray! Go us. Good. This pizza vault is lost to history. Oh, no. Tell us someone else discovers the secrets. We'll kind of jump into the air and credits roll. (laughs) Only Spectral Sleuth and I will carry these secrets. (laughs) Do we share the truth with the professor? My god. (laughs) Next time on Danger Patrol, we forgot (laughs) all about those sports saboteurs. We forgot about the collapsing building. Oh no! Oh no! (laughs) I... Uh, I think that was some great fun, and if you at home agree, or want to check out the game for yourself, like I say, it's DangerPatrol.com, or it is also linked from uh, John Harper's website. That is not the Titanic John Harper, <laughs> but the game designer John Harper. Maybe one and the same, we haven't figured out yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. My main goal was to get vaporized, and I'm not able to The session didn't close. quite go long enough, because... It's getting late. If we had played a more focused and therefore more rounds uh, uh, game. I didn't have a solid plan going into this and that was my bad. Uh, But in any case, I had quite a bit of fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, before we say goodnight, uh, I'd like to thank our two very special guests. Uh, Thanks again to... Livid Leslie and Spectral. Livid Leslie, as played by Violet. Thank you, Violet. It's great being here. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to thank uh, my good buddy Chip for bringing the Spectral Sleuth to on life. <laughs> it's I pretty really, fun. I love being the Spectral Sleuth. I yeah. really enjoyed the Spectral Sleuth. That was a good character. 30 pizzas adventure that we went on. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Chip, where can people find the stuff you do? Uh, Chip and Ironicus.com. Uh, and my Twitter is just Chip Cheesem. And in addition to uh, the regular Let's Play series, you do weekly streams, isn't that right? I do weekly streams at hitbox.tv slash chipcheesem. And when I hear Sunday happen? afternoons. Sunday? Okay, because, yeah, I didn't know about that. Sunday and, at 5 Eastern, usually. And then they all go up on your YouTube, yeah. 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 And don't you also have a monthly podcast? A monthly podcast is the Chipod Ironicast. And I hear your uh, co-host for that is dashingly handsome and fiendishly intelligent. Uh, he's incredibly handsome, and I, I can't have... I, he couldn't be here because uh, everybody would be smitten and nothing would be, get done. 
<laughs> so is that we have this stand-in for ironic, <laughs> much less handsome. <laughs> Uh, and uh, now it's time for one of our traditional guest questions. Uh, Chip questions, if you will. Questions, yes. Chip and Violet, uh, please promote something that you don't uh, do anything with, but you just think folks should check out on its own merits. Hmm. Everyone hates this question. Oh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> Let's see. I don't know why we do it. It's apparently very cruel to people, and I... <laughs> But it's fun. It's tradition, I guess. It's only cruel if you spring it on people. <laughs> like we I do. do. Alright, well, uh, uh, I will go ahead and plug uh, a website, modcloth.com, which is basically various fashions and styles for people. It's particularly good if you're somebody like, say, myself, who has very large feet and is very tall, and just finds, you know, the usual sizes of, of women's wear to be not quite fitting. Um, yep. Let's see. Uh, everybody, if you want uh, really bad texture mods uh, and really terrifying looking character models for Half-Life 2, uh, go visit GameBanana.com. <laughs> <laughs> because you might be in the, the market for those, sure. Yeah. There's a couple good ones somewhere, maybe. I feel like there was like a time back in like 2006 where people, maybe even earlier than that, where people like actually super were into into getting a bunch of fucked up texture mods for those games. Yeah, just just big big audience for it. So if you live in like 2006, yeah, mm-hmm. at the height of G mods popularity, really. If you just bought the orange box, we've got a place for you. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, on behalf of all seven of us, I'll say thank you for listening. And you can always check out our stuff at uh, feats.podbean.com. You'll find all of our episodes there, and you'll find links to uh, the projects of all our regular contributors, our crew members. Uh, Throws my voice from the back of the room. Yeah, like Palisagris. Uh, I hope you had a wonderful day, and I hope you have a wonderful tomorrow. So, good night, folks. Good night. Good night. That was sweet.